the Boca Podcast, my name is Shannon and thank you guys for tuning in. Welcome back for those of you that have been supporting my podcast for the past few months and welcome to the new people that have just come. Um, For those of you that don't know, this podcast is about philosophy, psychology, well-being, all the good stuff that kind of get me through the day and I thought I would just make a podcast, kind of share it with you guys, so... I hope you enjoy. If you do, like, subscribe, share with your friends, and thanks a lot. In today's video, I want to talk about the tragic loss of George Floyd. For those of you that don't know who George Floyd is, um, I'm sure most of you know, but just in case you don't, I'm going to give you a little background about what happened. So George Floyd was a 46-year-old man who was from Minnesota and worked as a security guard. He went into a shop and he was suspected of using a counterfeit $20 bill, trying to buy some cigarettes. The shop owner suspecting this went and called the police. Um, When the police was called, he was placed in handcuffs and was reportedly said to have been resisting arrest. It was said that he was resisting arrest, but when you look at any of the CCTV cameras that were put out there, if you look at any of the recorded photos, uh, video evidence from actual people, there was no sign that he resisted arrest at all. There we go. He was put into handcuffs and then he was put into a police car. And for some reason, a police officer called Derek Chauvin took George out of the car and proceeded to step onto his neck cutting off all his airways. The whole time if anybody saw the video it is very traumatizing um I wouldn't recommend it but the whole time he was telling the police officer that he couldn't breathe that he was suffocating that anybody looking on could see that he was in pain and you know he wasn't over exaggerating um but the police officer looked straight down at him, left his foot on his neck and proceeded. In fact, this police officer had his foot on this man's neck for almost nine minutes. There were people around the scene screaming, you know, telling the police officer to get off his neck. You know, there were three other officers, I believe, that was standing there watching all of this happen and not doing anything about it. And unfortunately, this man died. Police brutality in America and the reasons why it happens, I believe is a huge concept and it stems from a lot of places. There are a lot of roots and it's very complicated. I want to personally look at the idea of dehumanisation. And that is the idea that you take one group of people and you narrow them down to one human trait. Um, An example of this is rather than calling someone a man, you refer to them as a diabetic, or you refer to them as a schizophrenic, or you refer to them as a criminal. The problem with dehumanisation is that by doing all of these things, it almost gives permission to treat you as so, to treat someone as they are other, and as if they are not one of you. A really classic psychological example of this is the Stanford Prison Experiment, which took place in 1971 by a psychologist named Philip Zimbardo. Now this experiment was classically unethical 
all the things that were done in this experiment, if that was done in these modern days, Zimbardo would 100% be taken to prison. So Zimbardo first conducted this experiment to try and find out about the Lucifer effect. He wanted to understand why good people turn bad. So this psychologist got a group of random middle class white students from Stanford University and he put them into an experiment. A coin was flipped and some of the students got to be guards and some of the students got to be prisoners. Now the guards were told by Zimbardo that they had gotten to be guards because they were the creme de la creme. They were better than the others and they were the best students that he had. Where in actual flap it was just a coin and it was completely random. They were also told that they were paid $15 a day to be in this experiment. So the longer they stayed, the more money they got. On the first day, the guards took it upon themselves to make harsh rules for the prisoners. They assert their authority, right? They began to harass the prisoners. At 2.30am in the morning, the prisoners were awakened from their sleep and they were blasting whistles at them. They told the prisoners to do push-ups and pretty harsh physical punishment. At this point, to the guards, everything was going swimmingly. So it was to their surprise when they had realised that the prisoners had planned a revolt. They weren't standing for this anymore. They didn't want to be treated this way. Guards chose to retaliate by blasting carbon dioxide on each of the prisoners. They took a fire extinguisher and blasted it on all of the prisoners that were rebelling. They then singled out the leader of the rebellion and made him isolate in a room on his own. You have to remember that these are all normal, regular college students, right? They they are not real prisoners, they're not real guards, nobody's getting punished for anything, right? When this happened, the prisoners got even more hostile towards the guards and the guards got even more hostile towards the prisoners. It ended up being an almost sadist experiment where the guards would make the prisoners leapfrog over each other naked, they would make them do star jumps, they would do anything, any sort of physical punishments, making them scrub the toilets with their bare hands. The experiment in whole was supposed to last two weeks, but in fact, it only lasts six days. In 2001, uh, the experiment was repeated again by the BBC. Um, obviously, it was a lot more ethical because you, you can't be doing the same things you were doing in 1971 as you were doing in 2001. So they did change up a lot about the experiment. One thing that did change was the amount of sadism that did take place. But however, one thing that didn't change was the fact that the prisoners followed suit and they did another rebellion and again the guards acted and punished them as they were told to do. The real lesson from this experiment is, is if somebody is given a specific role, is given a specific uniform and told to do a specific thing, they will thus assimilate to the behaviours and environment that have been created around them. So when looking at police brutality and looking at the way they are taught to view criminals as non-humans and to label them as criminals, to label them as thugs, to label them as anything else other than what they are. 
This gives them an almost right to treat them as so, to treat them as something less than human, which is very dangerous. And it's what we're seeing happening all over America. Obvious bystanders that were there in the George Floyd case not doing anything, even if they may have thought it was wrong, and watching this man die, um, is evident that their duty is to stand together and to help each other moreover looking at the human life that is in front of them. The idea is that these police officers are being able to do this unpunished. The constant dehumanisation in social media of minorities, labelling them as anything less than human is not right. So until they start labelling BME people and all people as human first, I think we should all band together. I've put links in the bio of petitions that you can sign. Um, There's also this place where you can donate money. I've also put a link in my description box where you can donate money to this charity in Minnesota that pays for people that have been wrongfully arrested to pay for their jail bond so that they can actually get out of jail um so yeah so the link's in the bio there because uh Minnesota is has had 96 deaths from police brutality in 2020 so it is a it's a huge issue over there so any little helps but yeah link is in the description box Thanks guys so much. Um, thank you again for tuning in. Um, if you like what I said about the Stanford Prison Experiment, um, there's a movie about it with Christian Bale. It's really interesting. Um, there's also loads of clips on YouTube, so go check it out. To me, it was a really interesting case, and it kind of just reminded me of, you know, what's been happening, and it was just a real world situation. So um, yeah, thank you so much. Please, please, please like, share, subscribe, let a friend know, let a friend of a friend know. Um, I appreciate you guys' support so much, you know. Um, So thank you so much, everyone that's just come and listened today. If you have any questions, have any queries, feel free to comment. Like, just be open. It's cool. I'm very open-minded. Anything you say is something to say, you know, something to think about. So, yeah, thank you so much, guys.